Welcome to the Midnight Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Easton Bennett, alongside my fellow co-host, Tyler Sinnott. We are both entrepreneurs who are learning, growing, and building our own businesses. Our goal is to share experience and knowledge to help you grow and become a successful entrepreneur. Strap in. Before we get started, if you have any questions or things you'd like us to cover, you can email us at themidnightentrepreneur at gmail.com. And if you'd like to join our business discord where we talk about wins, business problems, or general questions, shoot us a message and we will get you in there. Tyler, 2024, January 1st. Let's go. How's it going? (laughs) It's not for us right now, but when it gets released... It will be. It's going pretty good, man. Uh, got all the Christmas stuff done now, and now we're getting back into the grind. I ate way too much junk food. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. A L- little cheat week, but we're back to the grind. What about you? Yeah, Christmas was good. Um, since the last time we've recorded, it's literally been like Christmas, Christmas Eve. Uh, now we're recording again, so we don't have a ton of updates. But, yeah, Christmas went well. Ate a ton of food. A uh, ton of meat, dude. It was just a, was just a meat weekend. It was prime rib. It was turkey. It was all the above, nice. man. Yeah, I had a lot of turkey. I had a lot of desserts. Way too many desserts, man. I, yeah. I I rarely eat sugars, but I got a massive sweet tooth. So when it when it happens, it happens, and it's not good. It's not good for me. So I got to burn a lot of calories off to <laughs> even it out. Hey, I saw you getting your uh, you getting your biking miles in on Christmas though. Always, man. Always. I no days off here. I I think I did a what day was that? I don't know. I did maybe like a two hour ride in the morning, and then I did a forty five minute, forty five fifty minute run with my cousin. So yeah, getting yeah. lots of miles in. Got to get it in. No uh, no days off except uh, when you're me because I had a few days off. Didn't do much over <laughs> Christmas break. Um, did order a new laptop. I can't remember if I mentioned that. I suppose we. We filmed on Friday last week, and I think I did mention it. I ordered it before we filmed. So, having a yeah, I'm pretty sure you had it there. Having a fun little time with that. It was supposed to be here yesterday. Right now, we're filming on Wednesday, the twenty seventh. Supposed to be here on the twenty sixth. And North Dakota is in just an ice storm. Apparently, everything's just ice. So I talked to Apple, tried to get them to feel bad and give me something for free. They didn't. <laughs> um, and then I called my guy at UPS and said what are the odds I can get this package? Cause I'm going to Montana tomorrow on a little ski trip. And he said, if you meet me at the warehouse at 9am, I'll get it for you. And I said, perfect. I'll give you a hundred bucks if you can make this happen. So hopefully <laughs> by tomorrow morning, we can make this happen. I'll have the new MacBook, uh, and then we'll be good to go. But that's kind of the biggest update for me. And then I did get confirmation this morning that the New York city trip here in, when you guys are listening to this, probably about six days, uh, is confirmed and uh, going to go ahead and book the flights immediately after we're done recording this. It's awesome. It's going to be a good time for you. Yeah. Gotta, actually worked out a little break coming up. Actually worked out better because uh, fly in on a Sunday and we're done shooting uh, Tuesday at like one o'clock. So she said, fly back whenever you want. But if you fly back in the middle of the week, like a Tuesday or Wednesday, it's like 800, 900 bucks. If you wait till the weekend, it's only like 400 bucks. So saving some money and to get a couple extra days in New York. Um, I think my girlfriend's going to fly out there, uh, see the city. Um, and then we'll go from there. But yeah, I'm pretty pumped about it. Never been. Have you been in New York? I have not. I was just talking with my cousin on the run. He just got back from there and he said it was, it was pretty cool as well. Yeah, so going to take a lot of photos, a lot of videos, uh, make sure I shoot some stuff so we can have some business expenses in there. Um, <laughs> other than that, it uh, should be a good time. You bringing your drone? No, nah, probably not. No. No. Do you still use that? Mm, no, not really. <laughs> I mean, I do if I need to, but um, yeah, not really. Got to get into FPV. 
that's FPV stuff's cool, man. Plus, I don't know what the regulations are flying the drone in New York City. I'm sure there's a ton of different yeah. regulations, but yeah, just uh, gonna be a camera, tripod, maybe one or two lights if I can fit them in my bag. Well, I'm gonna have to for the interviews we're shooting, um, and I then really. a couple, yeah, a couple microphones. So should be uh, pretty. I think only three bags, backpack, and two bags. So we'll see what we can do. It's not too bad. Yeah, you'd, you'd think there would be a lot more with all the camera gear. I know, right? There's going to be a camera on one case and all the camera and audio in one case. And then I think the extra bag, I'm going to see what kind of lights I can fit in there because I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what lights I'm going to bring or portable lights I'm going to have. So I'm going to see what I can do, but, um, maybe I'll be able to, cause that bag's going to have to be checked. So maybe I can, I don't know, bring my big Pelican case or something. I'm not sure. So I'll have to figure that out. That's uh that's this week's project. So I think this is your first time traveling for work, at, at least on a plane. plane. Yeah, you nervous at all with like, or what's it? I was gonna say exporting, <laughs> uh, with just, your equipment and shit. Just traveling stuff. Um, not terribly nervous because the one rule is you always bring your camera on the plane as a carry on. So yeah, I'll have that. Um, you know I. I don't want them to lose my check bag or anything, but I'm going to go through all the videos on YouTube, figure out what the best ways to travel with a bunch of media equipment are, and then go from there. But yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes. It's nice that I'm not bringing like 15 different packages. Um, you know, it's just going to be three bags, but if I was bringing like 10 different cases, that might be kind of a nightmare. And if it was just me, but three bags <sighs> should be fine. You know, a backpack, a shoulder bag, and then a Pelican case. So is it just going to be you at the shoot? Uh yes. Are you gonna have backup? No, just nope, you. Just cool. me. Just me. They uh they only wanted to go the budget for one person, so it's gonna be just me. It'd be nice to have an extra hand on set, but I'm not gonna complain mm -hmm. about it. Yeah, you get to be in New York. Nothing to yeah. complain about there. Exactly. So that's that's <laughs> the uh, that's the plan. But gonna have to figure out. They're sending me over the storyboard tomorrow, and then I'm really gonna have to grind for the next week and a half to get the shots and everything down because I'm not exactly sure even what we're shooting. Um, but it'll be nice to have those couple extra days if I need to get some B-roll to city and get some shots mm -hmm. in New York. So, yeah, that'll be fun tuning around. Yeah. I guess for me, I believe, I don't know if I had it at the time, but I've just been prepping for my client. He ended up signing the contract. I did say he signed or he was going with the biggest package. He signed the contract. So I've just kind of been prepping that and preparing for that. We got a meeting on the second and he we're going to be meeting quite a bit. So that's, he wants a monthly meeting along with a 20 minute weekly meeting. So quite a bit of meeting. So this first one's going to be a lot of figuring out exactly what he expects, expectations, setting expectations, figuring out what he wants, what the goals are, how we can be successful and just trying to ask him a lot of questions and figure out exactly what he wants and plans moving forward with everything. Yeah. And that's, that's always interesting when you sign a new client on, it's always that, pre-production process in the beginning and getting prepped. I know I have one client that we start in January and I have to do that this week as well is get their stuff ready for them and be able to shoot here um, in the early part of January. So the first client sign on is always, it's exciting because you're like, yes, a new client, I get new work, you know, do a little something different, but not the stress, but all of the extra things you have to do just to get them on is it's quite the task. I feel like you've gone through that quite a few times and streamlined it quite a bit or at least done pretty well doing that, I'm assuming. Yeah. 
I've got a process now that I pretty much walk everyone through, um, which is good. I need to, one of my goals for 2024 is stick to the, pro- and I think I mentioned this on last week's episode, to stick to the processes a little bit more. Um, you know, majority of the time with clients, I'd stick to the exact processes, but sometimes if it was easy, I'd cut some corners here or there, or if it's a client I really know, I don't put them through the exact same system. So I really want to do my due diligence here to make sure that everyone is going through the process exactly the same. That way, when I do bring on team members, it's the same for everybody, whether they know the client super well or they don't know the client at all. Everybody knows they're in the same process because if it's something where I know the client super well, but someone working for me doesn't, I might know something that they don't just because I didn't put them through that uh, process. So that's one thing I want to focus on this year. Yeah, for us, I think there was a little bit of, there's a lot of back and forth with emailing and saying tag and shit. And we ended up getting everything done, but it was like, okay, we need access to this, 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 and this. And it was like, okay, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have this. And then it was like, and then he's like, okay, I sent it. And I was like, okay, I don't, I didn't see it. And then it was like, okay, I do see it. And then it was, but we ended up getting everything figured out. We're all good now. So I'm just trying to prepare a little bit with him. And then for Nuevo. I'm going to pause you, Tyler. Have you considered a kickoff meeting? Where you just go through those things together <laughs> to avoid the back and forth. Because I started doing that with yeah. uh, my video stuff where I walk through the brainstorming, all of their ideas. We go through like, hey, I need your logos. I need your fonts. I need your color schemes, your brand guide, all of this. And I just have a PDF that we walk through. Maybe that's something yeah. where website wise, where you can just hop on a call. You're like, hey, it's going to take an hour, but you're going to give me access to everything right on the call. And then we don't have yeah. to do the back and forth game. Yeah. that that. So the original email I sent, I said this is what I need access to. And I said, if you need help or anything, we can hop on a quick call. And then when you just asked me about the kickoff call and I was just like, oh yeah, we do do that at work. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I didn't do it for this, but I did offer it. I said, if you need any help or if we want to go through any of the processes or anything, we can hop on a quick call. And he just basically said, uh, we should be good. I'll get my partner and that does handles all the marketing or whatever aspects of it. And then, uh, I'll send that, get that all sent over to you. It was just a few, like with Facebook, he gave me access. Like I didn't receive any notifications for Google search console. And then he sent me like a screenshot. I was like, I don't have access to this. And he's like, yeah, it looks like we have, we gave you access. And then when I went to Google search console, I was in there. So I just didn't get a notification for that. And same thing with uh, Facebook. I didn't get an email or a notification on Facebook. And I was like, doesn't look like I have Facebook either. And then he sent me a screenshot of that. And it was like, yeah, your invitation's pending or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to their actual page, it was there. And it was like, okay, you can accept it here. But I never got an email or anything like that. I was looking through junk and didn't get anything. And I was, I, I spent uh, quite a few minutes trying to troubleshoot that, but I ended up getting it. So a few of it was just no notifications being sent to me. So it was like, uh, I, di- I didn't realize that I got it. And then, uh, then there was just like the last one. It was like, oh yeah, I think this would also be beneficial if you had any like Google Drive and like any fo- photos, videos, assets that you want to share with me. That would also be good for for you to share with me as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. A lot of information. You were talking to me about some stuff that I don't really is going over my head a little bit, but yeah, <laughs> Google search. It's, it's yeah. You're like Google you search. On that. I'm like, yeah. I'll just leave that to time. Leave it to the professionals here. But um, good to know the clients getting signed on that you're getting that process rolling. What do you got for Nuevo before I cut you off? Yeah, 
we're still pumping out blogs there. Haven't seen any improvements, but <laughs> but we're going to continue it and hopefully we can gain some traction there. But yeah, we're still trying to knock at least one. Like yesterday, I was just chilling at my, my grandma's and I was just like, I got nothing to do. I'll make a quick blog. Yeah. Hey, chat. Yeah. Make this blog for me. <laughs> what is uh what is the importance of blogs for businesses like that? You know, retail businesses. Well, and I guess service businesses too. Any any business is good for it. it's a lot of keywords that you can rank for. So say you write some blogs and maybe you want to write a blog on how much does a videographer cost? Anyone that searches Google, um, they might find your blog. So then it brings them to your website. You gain authority in this space and then you're able to generate those keywords on that blog you're able to link to other pages on your website it's like hey if you're in the minot or you feel like flying some videographer out you can come here and we'll we have professional whatever you can check out our portfolio so it just gives you an opportunity to link to those other pages that you have on your website and also gain authority for those specific keywords and gain traffic through those keywords and you can use the lovely artificial intelligence that's going around the internet the last little bit of time for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, or if yeah. you're just a stellar writer, write it yourself. Yeah, I've been using ChatGPT. I, I didn't use it for the first few blogs, but then I was like, I think this would be beneficial to include. So it was like, okay, I want to write a blog topic on X. And then these are some of the keywords that I did some research on that I want you to include in the blog. And then it just like weaves them in there. So it's like, okay, this is, it's going to help target these specific keywords. It'll make them as headers. So it, it's just, I, I, I'm still learning, but trying to perfect the questions, the prompt to ask ChatGPT to spit out a good blog that's going to potentially rank well. Yeah. Maybe I should start doing that, posting some on Facebook, just Tell ChatGPT, hey, write me a blog uh, that will pertain to business owners that are interested in videography. Use the word business owner, use the word marketer, all this fun stuff. And then they'll be like, oh, my God, he's talking right to me. Have you exactly. had to have you ever had to tweak any of it so it doesn't sound like AI? Because I know some of them run into the issue where it's like, <laughs> ah, it sounds a little robot I'm going to be honest. I copy and paste that shit and put it in there. There you go. There you go. I've seen people take it, like copy and paste it, and then they put it back in to chat GPT and say, make it sound less like a robot. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah. So they're just you having prob- to do double tasks. Yeah. You can ask it to be like, make it funny or make it humorous or make mm-hmm. it more professional. But yeah, I don't know. I've just been copy and pasting it. Yeah. I'll have to uh, I'll have to look into that for sure. So, uh, Tyler, anything else you got for us on uh, updates? I know we'll have a little bit more next week. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Not really. Cool. All right. Yeah. Let's go into this week's news story. Uh, California has instituted, I think, starting January first, twenty twenty four, which is today. If you guys are listening when this drops, a f- it's mandatory to have five paid sick days uh, for employees that are employed anywhere. Uh, this is up from 2023, and the requirement was three paid six day sick days. Tyler, do you think that's enough? I know I I always like to have the conversation of what's enough paid time off, what's enough sick days, uh, the importance of actually being in the office. What are your thoughts on the whole five sick days versus three? I feel like in the whole grand scheme of thing, two days isn't huge. Yeah, but I mean, going up from three to five, that's I'm terrible at math. That's like a uh, 20% increase. 66%. Sure. I don't know. You have 
we're probably both off. <laughs> Maybe one of us hit it, but yeah. yeah, it's like a huge increase from like from where it was at. But I think at the same time, it's good to distinguish two different mindsets. There's like the entrepreneurial mindset where you're working basically 365 days a year compared to the employee mindset where you're working typically Monday through Friday or just five days a week, 40 hours. So there's a couple different ways that you can look at it because you want to grow your business. You want to make it as big as possible. You want to provide for other people, whatever it might be. And then someone else might just want to have a job because they maybe they enjoy working there or maybe they just want to collect a paycheck. And for those people that just want to collect a paycheck, they're more willing to take those sick days, take days off because it's just a means to an end where the means is I want to get paid to be able to support my life, support my lifestyle so I can go on vacation, so I can travel, so I can hang out with friends, whatever it might be. Whereas the business owner or entrepreneur, their goal might be something else where it's like, I want to help a community or build the next Nike or whatever it might be. Yeah, it's very interesting because I think some people definitely abuse the whole, well, I got five sick days and I got 15 PTO days, right? I'm going to use them all up. I got to use them all. (laughs) Yeah. And I know some companies that where, you know, if you quit or take another job or whatever, they pay you out your sick day day, or Mm. your sick days or your PTO days. So if you have 15 left over, they'll pay you what that's worth. Um, But Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people like, hey, I got to use them up. Uh, where other people are like, I don't need to use them. I'm not sick. I'm just going to work. Um, I think sick days yeah. are very different from PTO. Sick days you should be using like if you're super sick, like maybe you're throwing up or, you know, hung over, <laughs> whatever it might yeah. be. That's when you use those sick days. But in terms of the paid time off and people having that work-life balance, do you think society as a whole in the U.S. and Canada, do you think we're moving in the right direction? <laughs> right's a very subjective term right can be left for someone else yeah so for me i i don't really care it's you're what you can do whatever you want but for me it's like i don't really care i think personally i don't think there should be a limit or a cap on sick days because if you are true unless you're abusing it um i i don't think there should be a limit because if you are (laughs) the if this does happen to you, maybe you got a, other problems. But if you get sick, like you're throwing up 30 times a year, yeah, <laughs> I think you got other problems. But like if you are sick, throwing up like 30 times a year, I don't think you should be coming in. And then like when you run out of five sick days, what do you do then? Yeah, Do you just like have to get a new job? Do you have to take it as PTO? Do you like what happens at that point? I think it should be unlimited just because if you are actually like, genuinely sick and you can't make it in i don't think you should have that cap there but for me i i just think like for me i i work through it when i'm sick it's like i like what else am i gonna do i might take a nap here and there but other than that it's like i just feel bored yeah and like i got i gotta be doing something so for me it's <clears throat> i i think like right subjective i don't know what do you think well i think uh, i agree with you that you know I don't think it should be capped at five. I think it should be unlimited just like you do. Uh, I've seen a lot of companies that do unlimited PTO, you know, unlimited vacation, take whenever Mm -hmm. you want off. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's very unlimited is said with apostrophes around it because you can't just be like, oh, I'm taking six months off, off. right? (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of unlimited, but don't abuse it, right? And I think the same should be for sick days. You know, if I'm sick, if I 
have pneumonia and I'm sick for two weeks and I get five days, like you should get those two weeks. Then you take PTO and then your PTO is gone. And then after that, you just have to take that day off without getting paid, which understandable, but things like that happen. I like the idea of everything being unlimited and just don't abuse it. Right. Don't take every single Friday off because you're like, ah, it's unlimited vacation. But if you're like, Hey, I want to go (laughs) to, yeah, I want to go to New York for a week. It's like, cool, take it off. It's unlimited vacation. Go enjoy yourself. Yeah. Uh, And I think if most people had the mindset that unlimited means just enjoy it, like enjoy your time off and don't abuse Mm -hmm. it. Don't go on 28 vacations a year. then it would be awesome. But I think a lot of people here on limited and they're like, well, I'm taking three months off. It's unlimited vacation. Well, it's like kind of, it's kind of unlimited, but that's like a little absurd. So the thing about unlimited is it, people use the days less is what happens typically. Okay. Because when, whenever you have say like 10, 15, 20 days of say PTO, people try to get that number in. Whereas if you have unlimited, people don't really use it as much and then they might feel like people are judging them because they're taking time off. It's like, oh, really? You're taking another vacation? Oh, really? You're taking another three days off? And then it's just like, it becomes like a dick comparing contest who can can take the least amount of days off. So, whereas if you have a set number of days that you can take off, then it's like, okay, this is like what's quote unquote acceptable to take off. Reverse psychology. Give them unlimited so they don't use any. Exactly. And and at the same time, like you were saying, where if someone leaves, they get paid out those vacation days or PTO days. If you have unlimited, you don't have to pay anything out. Yeah. So it's better for the business. It's so true. in the in the whole grand scheme of things, the unlimited is technically better for the company as long as someone's not abusing it. But if you find someone abusing it, they're probably not going to stay there very long because they're yeah. probably going to get fired. Kyler, this is a good question then for you. If you had a team and you're running a business, you know, let's say it's, you know, five, 10 people, whatever, what would you implement? What would be your rule for PTO and sick days? Um, honestly, I'd maybe ask them what they would prefer. And at the, at the same time, like it might go like four people say this, three people say that, two people say that. And then I have to make the the judgment call at that point. But I like if you want unlimited, go for it. But I think that if I were to hire someone, the main thing that I want is the job done, job done well. And if that if you can't do that, you're probably not gonna stay here. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get the boot. So I think it depends on what the people want at the same time. And then at the same time, if they can get the job done in the time frame, I like they the, can get it done well. I like the idea of asking each individual person, hey, what do you want your benefits to be? Because one of them might be a mom that says, hey, I can only afford daycare three days out of the week. It's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, so she wants to work remote two days out of the week so she can watch her kid yeah. those two days. You know, one guy, maybe he has family in wherever where he wants to go back every weekend so he wants fridays off right maybe one person just wants more pto days because they want to work and then they just want to take a big vacation so i do like the idea of having the people tell you what works best for them and then molding each individual person's benefits based on what their wants and goals are so then it doesn't have to be cookie cutter you know yeah at the same time like you are supposed to make that executive decision and not really let decisions fall on the employees and they that that's not really their role 
mm-hmm. they 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 come to this company and then you just tell them what everything is. I think it's like you have a lot more flexibility when you have the smaller companies. Yeah. Because like if you're if you have an Apple and you ask someone, it's like, what benefits do you want? It's it's a little bit more difficult th- to do that just because of how big it is and it's pretty much gonna be company wide. Yeah. Once we get to the point where we're running Apple, we'll implement some company wide <laughs> stuff. But for these small yeah, businesses we we're there. running, man, we're we're keeping it close to the vest. We're letting them do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. It's all about the, what is it? The culture. The culture, baby. It's all about the uh, churn. You don't want people in and out. You don't want a bunch of new employees, man. You don't want a revolving door. Exactly. Uh, Tyler, let's move to this week's uh, topic. I was like, what is the word we call these episodes? Topic. That's what we got. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to be talking about uh, enjoying the process. I know we've done previous episodes about this before, but we just wanted to hit on it again. Enjoying the process, remaining patient in business. I would say it's the name of the game. One of the biggest things that you have to implement when you are running a business. Me and Tyler have been going through this for, you know, I'm on my fifth year. Tyler, you've been involved in this for a couple of years now. What are your thoughts on this? Because I know you got the first note <laughs> on to be here. successful in it. <laughs> yes. You got the first note on here and I'll, I'll throw it over to you for that. Yeah, I think these are the good old days. There's a scene in the office where Andy goes... I don't. I forget exactly what it was. Where Burry's just like, man, those were the good old days. And then it's like, I wish when I was in the good old days, someone would say, "You're in the good old days." Yeah. And I think these are the good old days where you might look back. It's like all the hardships that you're going through. Like when you were in the basement of your parents' house in your bedroom. Like that's probably some fun times that you like. Sure, at the time you're like, this sucks. I want to move out. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, look back. It's like, man, that was part of the process. That was fun times and like kind of reminisce on it. It was nostalgic. And I'm trying to like think about that as well, too, where it's like I'm living in the basement of my parents to try and get by. And these are like the gold, like the golden days where it's like I'm living in the good old times where when that success story does come, it's like, yeah, man, I had to live at, I mean, I probably could have lived on my own, but the living expenses would have been shittier and I would have been a lot less well off yeah. compared to where being at home and like saving up expenses and stuff like that. But I think at the same time, just like looking back on it right now, it's like, okay, like just try and remember that these are the good old days that in five, 10, 20, 30 years, I might look back and be like, man, those weren't too bad times. Yeah. I like the idea, the thought process of constantly reminding yourself on the day to day when you are going through the times that you may not think this isn't exactly what I want, but reminding yourself that these are things I'm going to look back on in five, 10, 15 years, like you said, and think that's how I got to this point I'm at now. It always goes back to that Jeff Bezos picture where he's got his office and on the wall is a wooden board that is just like spray painted Amazon Amazon. on it. And that was his Mm -hmm. office. So if you can look back and think at those days, that's exactly what we're living in now. And we got to remember that eventually when it's big and successful, you know? Yeah. When I, so (laughs) sorry, (laughs) you clear there. Yep. (laughs) All good. All right. (laughs) So going off of that, when you look back at living with your parents, do you think of that as the good old days? Like, is that nostalgic for you? Like, do you like look back at that and you're like, man, those times weren't actually too bad. Yeah. I look at that as the learning process, the learning phase. That was kind of the biggest thing where I was getting my feet under me. I knew nothing about video. I was learning video business. Yeah. I was learning the business stuff. Um, that's, and now I look at this new 
setup I'm in, I guess you could say, this new era where this is, it's not so much the learning, but this is now the growth phase. And then the next phase might be something different. The next phase might be, okay, now I got a team, you know, now it's learning how to build a team. And then you can look Mm -hmm. at those as steps along the way where maybe 10 years from now, we got a big studio and a team of six people. And that's going to be like, oh, I remember when I was 20 years old and I was wishing for this time, you know? So I think if you can look back at those times and each of them as steps along the way, and you have to enjoy those different steps instead of just earning and searching like, oh, I wish I was here. I wish I was here. I wish I was here. Just think about these. This time right now is exactly what uh, you want to be doing. You want to be remembering and not worry about the outcome as much. I think not worrying about the outcome in general is what you need to be going for. And it's just more so knowing the outcome that you want and then taking the steps to get you there. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no, I, I agree. I think where you can really get led astray and where you can get into some trouble is where you totally disregard the process and what you're going through on the day to day. And you're full, you're solely focused on the outcome because then, you know, you're worried about the outcome so much. You start to take some shortcuts in the process and you want it to go quicker than it actually takes. And then things aren't as neat as they need to be. Exactly. So (laughs) exactly. So I think enjoying the process is kind of the biggest thing. And Tyler, you have on here an analogy right now. You're planting the seeds for where you want to be in the future. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, going off of what you just said as well, the person that enjoys walking will walk further than the person that enjoys the destination. So that's just another thing where not being outcome driven because yep. that outcome might not come for 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And if, you, if you're only looking at that outcome, you're probably going to end up quitting. So just trying to enjoy the process. Um, Yeah. So right now what you're doing is planting those seeds and basically every, all the inputs that you're doing, and those are seeds for the harvest that's going to be coming out in the later, later times. And basically it's just trying to find something to do in the meantime, while you're watering those seeds, planting those seeds to be able to have that harvest later down the road because you got to stick with it for that harvest. But at the same time, you got to figure out what to do right now and how you're going to water those seeds and how you're going to be able to generate this massive harvest. How do you, how do you feel that, you know, you talked about figuring out what to do in the meantime. What is your mindset on that? Cause I know, you know, we both have the idea of we're going to be patient. Eventually we'll get to where, <laughs> eventually we'll get to where we want to be. But how do you just on the day to day stay focused and show up day in and day out? I mean, is this contradictory to say no in the outcome? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. I think, well, you have to have an outcome that you know. Cause that's the map. That's the map. Yes. Yeah. Because for me, Iron Man's one of my main things to do. So that's one of my main goals. So it's like, what are the inputs that I need to do to have that harvest? And the inputs are eating clean, eating healthy, lots of water, running, biking, swimming, and yeah. recovery. So as long as I'm doing that daily, that's what it is. So it's figuring out that the outcome and then what are the inputs that you need to do to get that outcome and then enjoying that process. And <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like 
Yeah. I think it's about reverse engineering it too. Exactly what you just mm-hmm. explained. You still have to know what your outcome is. Tyler wants to do an Ironman. Easton, you know, I want to build a studio with the team. I understand what that outcome is. Tyler understands what the outcome is, but now you need to figure out what are the exact steps you need to do in order to get to that outcome. And I think the biggest thing is that while you're going through those steps is that you're learning and that you're enjoying it. If Tyler wanted to complete an Ironman and he hated running and he hated biking and hated swimming, it'd be incredibly hard for him to complete an Ironman. But One of the three. Yes, but you know, which one do you hate? The swimming? Oh, yeah. No, it's got it's got to suck balls. Um, but Tyler, you're going through this right now and you're learning along the way all this different training. What are your thoughts on learning? Whether it's the Ironman or whether it's business, you know the outcome's there, but you know on the day-to-day, you have to learn every single day to get you to that outcome. I think learning's a huge part of life and that's what we should be constantly doing is constantly learning, constantly growing. And I think that's a big reason in life. If you aren't learning, you aren't growing. So it's just constantly expanding your mind, expanding your knowledge and trying to learn more. So it's, that's a massive part of everything in life, like learning everything new. So I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I totally agree. And I think it again comes down to, we've talked about this before, but you have to do something that you're actually going to enjoy. Uh, me and Tyler are patient in both of these journeys, whether it's Iron Man or starting a business, because it's things that we enjoy. I really like making videos. I like the whole process of shooting them, editing them, seeing what the final product is. So I know that I don't need to be a multimillionaire in the next 24 months. I'm not super focused on that because I enjoy the process of videos and I want to do it the right way. Same with Tyler. He knows he doesn't need to run an Iron Man next week. So he can enjoy the process of training for the Ironman. So I think at the end of the day, you have to enjoy what you're doing. Because if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you're really just going to be like, how could, if my goal is a million dollars, how can I make a million dollars? I'd be trying all these different things, right? Well, let's try to trade crypto. Okay, let's try to start a course. Okay, that didn't work. Let's try to drop ship. Where all these different things, you're focused on the outcome. Where if you were focused on the actual process and what you enjoy, the outcome will come eventually. So I have a question for you. I'm not taking questions of, at this time. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll mail it in yeah. to the midnight entrepreneur at gmail.com. No, so go for it. It's, the specific aspect of it is from Ironmans because I saw a video on it. This guy set a goal to train for an Ironman and complete an Ironman. He ended up doing that, accomplishing it, and qualified for world championships. He decided to not go to world championships. What do you think about that? Did he say why he didn't want to go to world championships? His goal was to complete it in Ironman. Okay. So his goal is just complete. Was his goal to qualify for championships or he just did that while he hit his goal of completing it? I can't remember exactly. So world championships, I, I believe are in two different locations. One in, One's in Nice nice France and then Kona and I think he wanted to go to Kona so I don't but his main goal was to qual or finish an Ironman and enjoy the process and he said stuff he talked about the process and how he enjoyed doing that because he had that to strive for yeah see I'm not totally against that you know I would think um if I put myself or try to compare to something that would relate to video. If my goal was, Hey, I want to make a feature film. 
and I really enjoyed the process of making a feature film. And then I eventually got to the point where I made it and I debuted it. And then after that, someone's like, oh, well, you should make this film or you should, you know, bring it to this festival or whatever it might be. I could see something or maybe they wanted me to make a different film. I could see myself saying, ah, I don't want to make a different one. You know, my goal was to make a feature film. Uh, I made the film and then I can make a decision from there where his might have been the same where it's like, hey, I wanted to complete an Iron Man. Uh, I did that. And now I'm going to make a decision from here if I want to move forward with it or go a different direction. So I don't necessarily, or if you compare it to, you know, if I wanted to build a team, uh, have a studio and a, a five person team, maybe I get to that point and maybe I want to just stay in that space. You know, I don't want to make a hundred person team. Maybe I get to the point where I have a five person team. And it's like, okay, I don't want to go do a hundred person team because I'm happy with where I'm at. So I don't think that's horrible of what he, he decided to, if he didn't want to go to world championships, maybe he was content with just completing it. Uh, and he didn't want to go on and maybe train again for the championships or whatever it might be. But I could see the flip side where you're like, okay, well now that I've felt this high of completing the Ironman, I want to do more. Or now that I've built this team of five, I want to do more. I want a 30 person team. Does that kind of make sense? I was rambling a little bit there. Yeah, it does. The way I look at it is this is a bad example. I'll I'll give a bad example and a good example. Um, So for football, say you win the what is it? The division title. Yeah. So, and then you qualify or you you make it to the Super Bowl, but it's like, eh, I don't want to go there. I just, I just won the, the national or NFC championship, whatever yep. it is. So it's, that's the, that's the bad example. The good example. But I would I argue, would, but I would argue yeah. that before you go into that, maybe a team's goal is like, Hey, they know they're not Super Bowl contenders, right? Maybe the, the Tampa Bay bucks. <laughs> no, Hey, there's no way we're winning the Super Bowl, but we can win the AFC South. Like this year, it's our rebuild year. If we can make it into the playoffs, this will be a successful year. So you're saying once they make it, once they win the AFC, they're like, nah, I don't feel like going to the Super Bowl. No, they they still would, <laughs> but I think they'd still be happy with. Yeah, we'll we'll give it to you guys. We but don't I th- go. <laughs> but I think they'd still be happy with their season. You know, maybe they win the AFC sure. South, they lose in the wild card game. It's still a successful season. For sure. That's yeah. very similar to what this guy would be doing is like he could go there and yeah. not finish successfully, but still finish. Um, just not as good as he thought. But that's the bad example because obviously everyone is striving for a Super Bowl. I think the good example would be you create an extremely good project. And let's say Martin Scorsese sees it and this guy, he goes, man, this guy's unbelievable. Come yeah. make a video with me. And then you're like, nah, I don't feel like doing that. I want to build a five person team. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's, I think the better example. Yeah. And I would agree that that would be foolish. Um, but I do see both sides of the coin where maybe you're like, "Ah, I'm content here. You know, I would be shocked if someone passed up that opportunity, but maybe it's right for someone. Maybe someone's like, I just want to do my local stuff. I want to stick to commercial work. I don't want to go into film. Maybe Scorsese's like, Hey, I just want to do a movie with you. And you're like, I don't do movies. Mm -hmm. So I can see the (laughs) flip side of the coin. I don't agree with the flip side, but I could see where people would try to make that argument. Okay. I just thought I would bring that up. Yeah. Thought I would, because that's, that's something about the process where he was talking about how the process was to get him to do, finish an Ironman and he enjoyed that process so yeah 
And I think that's the biggest thing is you have to enjoy the process. Uh, right now, I'm really enjoying the process of figuring out how to grow the company, figuring out how to grow revenue, figuring out the best processes that are the best to implement for these clients. The next step, figuring out how to grow a team. That'll be a fun new learning curve on how to hire people and how to manage people. So it's, I'm enjoying all of this. I don't need to be a millionaire tomorrow, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. the money would be nice. It'd be fun to- next week? Eh, a couple weeks. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not going to kill me if I'm not a millionaire by age 27, right? Um, mm -hmm. It'd be cool if, if I know like, hey, 15 years down the road, you will be. You'll have this team. And then it's like, awesome, cool. Well, I'll just keep doing what just I'm doing. don't quit. Yeah, exactly. And it, that, that's the biggest thing. If you don't quit, majority of the time, I yeah. think you get there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that's where everyone fails. And I think the other thing that I want to pivot into here is celebrate. You can still celebrate. You can have this big goal of, hey, I want to be a millionaire. But you can still celebrate those small wins. Because even though you have this big goal, it's not like you can skip over the small wins. And be like, yeah, that's awesome. But I got to get to the millionaire. I got to get to the millionaire. Take some time to sit down and reflect. Be like, okay, maybe your big goal was you wanted to have a $10,000 a month. You just hit your first $10,000 a month. And you're like, you know what? I can celebrate this. This was a, a small goal. It's not huge. Obviously it's not the goal of me wanting to be a millionaire, but I hit 10,000. That's pretty special. Enjoy that. Celebrate those small wins where if you start to gloss over those small wins, then you start to focus on the outcome a little bit too much. Um, so still, what is the saying, you know, make sure to smell the f flowers on the way or something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. smell the roses. Yeah. Um, so I think if you celebrate those small wins, it still is important um, in your journey to get to that big win that you're hoping for. Yeah. I know we did an episode on that where all those, all the people that quote unquote made it, they say to do that, but they never did it themselves. And it's like, would you have made it there if you had done that stuff that you're saying to do? To do? So yeah. that, that's, that's always something that crosses my mind. Yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting for sure. I know I do it like, you know, if you hit a big month or something, I know the first time that I hit a pretty big goal like revenue wise in one month, I sat there and thought about like, wow, that's crazy. I think I even told you about it. I was like, I deposited this amount of money into my bank account. Yeah. It's kind of crazy to think. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's not uh, like you celebrate. You're like, let's go on a trip to celebrate the $10,000 a month or whatever it is, you know? Let's go to Vegas yeah. and blow it all. Yeah, that I do. I don't need a, I don't need a win for that. I just go. <laughs> That's a quarterly thing. Yeah. Quarterly exactly. meetings. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, it comes with, you have to celebrate those wins. That's what keeps you going on the process and keeps you enjoying the process as well. There's a podcast episode I just listened to and it, it, it showed a lot of, different side of Alex that he talks about a lot of different stuff because it was with a couple comedians. You probably seen them, uh, Chad and JT. Yep. Where they go to like, yeah, they're funny. Uh, what up council? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he, I'll, I'll send it to you after, but it, he talked a lot about, um, framework and just trying to strive to be the best version of yourself and just him being in the process and like, his book was a bone to, for him to gnaw on. And it's like, that's his process. And it's just like, I just need something to gnaw on for like 18 months. And that's what I'm going to do for the yeah. next 18 months. It's like, man, that's so crazy to think about. It's like, I'm at like. Pick something to work he, on for 18 months. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it expands your, your like horizons and thought processes of everything. Like expanding that time frame. Like that's one thing I've learned a lot from him is like expanding time frames. Yeah. 
Yeah, because everything takes a lot longer than you think it does. Especially that's one thing I learned is you go into business thinking, oh, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to have a five person team in two years. It's like, ah, are you? You can for sure. Um, You know, that's definitely doable. But um, for me, I'm like, oh, gosh, that you have to have realistic timelines because that's just not realistic in my case. So as long as you're being realistic with what you're actually trying to achieve, um, you know, you're in the you're headed on the right path. But if you're like, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire, it's going to take me six months. I watched a guy do a TikTok trend where he said becoming a millionaire in 12 months and he's trying all these different things. He's trading crypto. He was flipping furniture. He was doing this. He was doing that. And I think he ended up, I mean, he made a lot of money. He made like 400 and some thousand, but you know, he didn't hit a million where that's such a lofty goal that you have to have realistic expectations of how long it's going to take. There's a book I read. It's fairly similar to that. The guy, I don't know what he does, but he basically just wanted to find someone and show that it's possible to do that and make a million dollars in a year just from having a mentor that can help guide you. And he was that mentor and he found someone. He's like, okay, I'm going to mentor you. And the guy ended up crossing a million dollars within a year just from having him there. I think one of the biggest things in those challenges, making a million dollars in a year, you got to be good at sales, man. Like, Definitely, you got to sell something, right? (laughs) It's It's like me on a phone call. It's like, hey, uh, so uh, you do you want to get? Do you want me to help you out? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'll I'll give you like five hundred dollars a month. (laughs) Yeah, it's like ah, yeah, that's not gonna make a million dollars a year. But those guys that see you start the challenges, they are, they're killing it, man. Yeah, like you got to do this, Mm -hmm. and it's gonna change your life this way. And it's like, oh dang, I buy from that guy too. Do you think if Alex Ramosi coached you or mentored you for a year, you'd be able to cross a million within one year? What does the mentorship look like? Anything you need. <laughs> Just like a like direct, advi- direct line? Advice-wise, yes. Direction so, advice-wise. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you think so? That's crazy, eh? Probably. Yeah. Which is crazy, yeah. I should give him a call. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, me and my buddy <laughs> were talking. I think we could use your help. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to just charge you $50,000 an hour. I'd like to sit down with, even, you know, when I was starting my business journey and going through everything, I'd watch a lot of Gary Vee stuff, right? Just to have, just sit down an hour and specifically ask questions like, what would you do if you're in my scenario? This is the business. This is the location you're in. Give them as much detail as you need and say, what, what would you do? You know, what is framework that he likes to do that maybe you could try out. I've thought about doing it. Uh, uh, where he's basically mentoring him himself where he'll have a word doc and it's like 85 year old Alex and he has a conversation with himself because a lot of the times you'll give a lot better advice to someone else compared to yourself. Like you, you know what you probably should be doing, but you don't want to do it. But if you, if someone asked you in the exact same situation as yourself, you would probably give them different advice compared to yourself. Just because like it's someone else and it's from the outside. So that's what he does. His little exercise where he mentors himself. It's like 85 year old Alex. Yeah. I'd like that. I could try that. Yeah. Because I feel feel like the the, (laughs) 85 year old me. (laughs) Because I feel like there's a lot of stuff. Well, at the same time that what, what he doesn't like about coaches and was it psychologists is that you have to give them context on basically everything. It's yeah. like, okay, the X, Y, and Z where you already know the context of everything. So you skip past all of that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, 
what do I, what should I do here? And he's like, well, is that going to matter in ne- yeah. tomorrow? And it's like, no, it's not. It's like, well, you already know your answer. And then it's like, you're just giving advice to yourself that you should, like for me, <laughs> I, I feel like I, I know the advice that I would give to myself, like if it was from the outside and it's like, you yeah. probably quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's hard to do that though, man. It's hard to listen Very to your hard. older self. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but. fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. You don't know shit. You're me, man. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Tyler. Anything else you want to uh, throw in here? We kind of gave people a lot of stuff, but anything else you want to add before we get to uh, this week's business idea? Um, I don't know. I, it, this is just one thing that I've, I feel like I've been struggling with a little bit. And I always say... Like there's sometimes I come on here and it's like, oh my God, I'm so busy. I got, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get everything done. And then there's other times when I come on here and it's like, man, I, got I don't know to what do. to do. I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's, that's what I'm struggling with. I find a lot recently where it's like, I don't know what I should do. And it's like, maybe I should probably do that stuff. And it's just like, I just choose not to. So it's just trying to do the stuff in the process and try and enjoy it and like there's a lot of the stuff that you know you should be doing that you don't do is and it I new like frame wise where, where i'm at yeah because maybe i'm just like scared to grow it because it's like then i have to quit because like once i get to the point where i physically don't have enough time in the day to work my job train for an iron man and also have new frame and then i also have enough clients to be able to sustain me then it's like no. okay now i have to pull the trigger and you know do 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 this thing that i keep pushing off year after year yeah um i think the iron man is kind of unknown. a big thing right now but maybe after the summer when you finish the iron man maybe you'll have more time where that's when it makes more sense to do that yeah that's what i'm thinking about but like at the same time it's just keeping it keeps getting pushed back because like at one point it was like 2023 i'm gonna do it okay yeah. now 2024 well i okay, told you that when you signed up for the iron man i'm like ah this is gonna push it back till after that you know that right <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure i was like yeah i know <laughs> yeah um but yeah uh like you said i think you know what you need to do i think there's a lot of processes and stuff that you can implement i think yeah. the growth wise is just kind of getting yourself out there i think right now you're just getting a lot of your jobs and your leads and everything from people you know and from people yeah. that are just, hey, Tyler, help me out. Go check him. Go check out his stuff. Or if you can start getting your name out there, I think that'll help grow it for sure. Get back into the YouTube blogging and podcasting arena. Yeah. I, I I wrote down a potential future episode, but I think it's just expanding and stretching yourself because like it's like an elastic band where the more you pull it, the longer it can get. And it's like it gets more used to it. And I think mm-hmm. that's just kind of like what's happening with me yeah well yeah we'll uh we'll expand on it maybe in a future episode topic yeah topic for a future episode uh let's get in this week's business idea i had this one last minute me and tyler couldn't think of anything but i looked at the ground i got a rug here it's called rug slide uh one of the biggest things the most annoying things ever that happens is if i'm trying to put a rug you get a new rug like this is awesome let's get it under the furniture you can't get it under the couches because you got to have the rug partially under the couch, right? It'd be cool if there was a tool that would like connect to the rug and also lift up the couch's two front legs. And then it like rocks and slides the rug under the couch. 
and then sets it back down on top. So you didn't have to move the couch, hold the couch up at the same time you're moving the rug. So if there could be a tool that lifts up the furniture and slides the rug under at the same time, that would, I'd buy it probably. I'm trying to think of this thing that you're talking about. So think of this. It's almost like a pendulum, right? So you have, it's it starts on a big rod, right? Like a big stick. On the bottom, look at, it's, it's like a C. It's like on the end of a stick, it's like a C like this, okay? And then this side like sits on the carpet, okay? And then this side mm-hmm. goes under the couch. So then this mm-hmm. side lifts, as this lifts up the couch, the front legs, it pushes the rug underneath. Uh, and then you just you pull it out sh- and it comes, sits make, down. Got to make sure it doesn't rip the, the rug or carpet. I don't think it would. At the same time. I think it would just be like a nice rubber piece. I would push the rug and then there would just be like almost like little handles that hold up the couch on the edge. Lifts it up and as it lifts up, it slides under. This is a very niche product because it's just for people that are putting rugs under furniture. But I could see you selling this to realtors <laughs> that multi-use are multi-use purposes. Well, you sell it to realtors that are like uh, staging homes or something or mm-hmm. interior designers or me. <laughs> Do you like to buy that? Did you? <laughs> this made me think of that beanbag that you purchased one night when you were drunk. Never uh, got. You probably yeah, still never got it. Scam. <laughs> I still, I didn't get it. I promise you I didn't get it, which sucks. Uh, but yeah, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have eight rugs oh, in my house. a lot of rugs. Yeah, eight rugs. One in, every, one in every room. Jeez, big rug guy. Yeah, I got one here in the little area. I got one in the living room, one under my bed, one under my podcast thing, one under my desk, one under the rug or the couch downstairs, one under the podcast room downstairs, one under the guest bedroom downstairs. That's eight, yeah. If I could just move those rugs seamlessly, be nice, man. Yeah, because you can't really do it with the beds. Yeah. You'd have to take like the bed apart. Well, if you got enough room, it's just the edge of the bed. If you want to slide it under, you just got to, there's got to be some kind of cranking mechanism where you could keep the bed up and then pull more rug. Just keep yeah. pulling more rug. Or maybe it's like on a wheel. The, that the, work. the bottom is like a conveyor belt where you lift it up and then it just pushes it. And keeps feeding it, you know. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking. It's actually becoming <laughs> we're pretty fancy of, with this. I like this idea. I'm not gonna lie. Once <laughs> you get into the rug type. game, once you get into the rug game, you'll know how useful this is because it is a bitch having to move furniture yeah. to get a rug under there, and then you're like lifting it up, shoving it under, and then there's a big gap and there's a big wave and then you bump and yeah, it's a nightmare, man. Yeah, I'm not in the rug game yet. Yeah, you'll get there. You'll get there. Not. Not for, oh, you didn't give your uh, newest, funnest update. I assume you're doing that next week, potentially. <laughs> as long as everything goes planned, we'll do it next week. <laughs> Perfect. Big teaser for next week's episode on Tyler's yeah. new funness. We'll just say that. We'll yes. leave it at that. <laughs> Tyler, any, yeah, anything else before we uh, wrap this one up? No, that's everything. That's episode 69 of The Midnight Entrepreneur. If you have any questions you'd like us to cover or answer, you can email us at themidnightentrepreneur at gmail.com. If you found value in this content or found this entertaining, share this with a friend or post it on your story. And if you really enjoyed the show, we'd love a rating and a review wherever you are listening. Talk to you guys next week for another episode of The Midnight Entrepreneur. Patience isn't about waiting. It's about figuring out what to do in the meantime. Alex Hermosi. 